Hi, today we want to talk about how to master the art of selling anything to anyone. The five new techniques to sell anything to anyone in 2022. So the reason why we're giving you the five new techniques to sell anything to anyone in 2022 that is significantly more effective at getting you the sale compared to the old way is that the old way used to be where 80% of the sales were closed after fifth or five attempts. Most salespeople do not have the long-term, year-after-year wherewithal to continuously ask potential clients five times to buy a product, getting four rejections before they receive a yes. Over time, the, the way of doing sales as a numbers game causes burnout for most sales professionals. So the new way that we are going to train you to sell anything to significantly decrease the number of people that you have to go through to get a sale is what we're going to talk about now. So let's get started. Hi, welcome to the sales training organization. We have worked with Fortune 500 companies, pharmaceutical and tech companies, as well as sales professionals globally. As a training organization, we have generated over $1.2 billion in revenue and commissions for sales professionals and corporations. So today we're going to talk about the techniques that work today because the old way of doing sales is dead. So let's talk about cold calling, but first the old way. So the old way that people did cold calling would be to simply pick up the phone and once you got your potential client on the phone, you would say something like, my name is and I'm calling from and I'd like to tell you about, do you have five minutes that I can go over whatever your product is, right? Now, most of the time, salespeople, if they did 100 calls, 10 people would say, I have five minutes. But 90% of the people would say, no, I do not have the time. Can you call back? Or a secretary would say, they're not in, they're not in. And this does not work. Let me explain to you why it doesn't work. No one wants to be sold to. No one. No one wants to give you five minutes of their time for you to tell them about your agenda. That is the old way and it does not work. So let's talk about the better way to call call. Here is a new way in 2022. Never do a cold call ever again. Now, here is what we mean by that. Because there is social media, there is the internet. You can find out everything that you need to know about someone that you are about to call. And the reason sales professionals hate cold calling is because it it is exactly that. It is cold. You don't know anything about this person before you pick up the phone. And that alone makes you feel nervous. One of the things that we train our people is that 
however you're feeling, underlying, like the underlying emotions that you have translate into whether you get the sale or not. Cold calling, having fear of the unknown because you don't know anything about this person, translates into a lot of people hanging up on you. So you want to never do that again. So here is the new way that you do cold calling. You first do all the research on the person, the corporation that you are going to call as it relates to your product, whether that is calling the secretary, like let's say you were going to sell a CRM to Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook. What you would first do is you would find out the CRM that they currently use. So you would call up their secretary and you would find out everything that you need to know about their experience with that CRM. So let's just say you would ask the secretary, um, can I ask you, you know, I'm calling from such and such. I just wanted to know what are you currently using and whatever, you know, your CRM. And they would say, no, we're using, oh, okay. Can you let me know? I mean, is it, we, you know, and if you have some background information about the competitors, let's just say they're using the competitor's CRM, then you would say, um, well, I understand the competitor does this. Is that what you guys are experiencing? What do you experience? Your main goal is that you want to gather up as much information about the person that you're going to call and what they are currently experiencing. And the reason why you want to do that is because you want to find out if as much as you can about if they're experiencing problems, if there is a problem that they're experiencing that your product solves. So then once you do get the person on the phone, your client, you don't just blurt out, hi, I understand that you're having a problem. No, what your question would be to this person that you get on the phone, let's just say that you spoke to Mark Zuckerberg's sales um, secretary and the secretary said, yeah, we use, we're using ABC CRM. It's a little slow. I'm not really sure how Mark feels about it, but it is a little slow. And then once you got Mark on the phone, your positioning would be, Mark, I understand that ABC CRM is slower than what most people care for. Can you tell me all about what you've been experiencing? What do you, do you love it? Do you hate it? Tell me about you. Now, what that does is you have taken the time to speak to this person about their specific problem and you have allowed them to talk about them. It wasn't your agenda. It had nothing to do with you. So now Mark Zuckerberg says, yeah, this CRM that we currently have, you know, we like the price, but with the price, it's really kind of slow. Um, if I was going to do this again, I would get something that 
took care of more of our e-commerce side. I would take, I would get something faster and you try to get them to talk all about them and their experience, what they would want, what they need. And you really don't say much of anything until you have kind of gotten enough information because in the back of your mind, now you're knowing which features and benefits that you need to talk about that your product has that they are looking for. And that is how you now, you're not even selling Mark Zuckerberg, you're solving his current problem. Sales technique number two, words to avoid in sales. So the words that you want to avoid in sales. So let's start with the old way. The old way was if you get someone on the phone, your only objective would be to see if you could get that person to give you 10 minutes of their time. So the example that you would say is, um, I just need to speak with someone If they could just give me 10 minutes, um, I have a sales pitch or I have something that um, we think they would really like. We just need 10 minutes. That is the old way. And both of those points um, that was focused on, 10 minutes of their time and the sales pitch, those are things you want to avoid saying at all costs. You never want to talk to someone about giving you 10 minutes of their time or your sales pitch. You want to avoid that at all costs. And here's why. No one wants to be sold to, not one person. Again, like we said, they don't want to know what your agenda is. So as we stated before, let's just say you were going into Mark Zuckerberg and you're going to ask him, Instead of talking about, you know, can he give you 10 minutes of his time, whatever your product is, what you want to do is say, tell me all about you and what you're experiencing with and whatever your product is, that's what you want to ask them about what they're experiencing in that area. So if Mark Zuckerberg was experiencing, if you were selling a CRM, your your only objective is to get them talking about themselves and their experience. And as much as you can get what they love, what they need, what they hate, what they would do better, that is all you want to know. That's what you want to talk about. And that takes that's no sales. They can use as much time as they need. You don't, you want to control the call, of course, but you want to give them enough time so that they don't feel rushed. You don't feel rushed. And it's a a quality call because you're getting to know them. Tip number three, sales, this is a secret sales principle that is not taught outside of our training organization. And I'll I'll explain to you why I say that. Because if you go 
inherently into a sales training program, let's just say, or not even into a sales training program, but more so into an organization where you do sales. Sales is taught to be a numbers game inherently. It's taught that there's a percentage of people that are going to buy from you, and it's typically this 80-20% rule. And so the mindset is try to get through that 80% as quickly as you can so you can get to the 20%. And that is the principle that sales has been built on. However, what has worked with our clients that we have taught them to significantly double their revenue, cut out all of the turn and burn, is to slow down your pace. It is the secret to how you will become so successful and financially soar above everyone else, have the highest commissions. It is the it it works on a lot of levels. And here's the reason why. One, the psychology of the sale. No one is going to give you ten thousand five thousand a million dollars if you're speeding up. If you're talking fast, no one is gonna pay you anything. Just think about that. If someone is like, all I need is 10 minutes of your time, um, we have this really great item and I know you're very busy, but I just want to tell you really quick and can you tell me how are you? No one is going to buy from that person. No one. As opposed to this tone. So let's say you have gotten a client, you're in front of them, you want to take the the pace down. Two, you want to control. You want to control the sale and you want to take the pace down. And psychologically, because sales is a psychology, it is the psychology of the sale. And the psychology of the sale is you are not selling to anyone when you slow your pace down. Now you're more of a consultant And you're not doing all of the talking, you're listening. So you're asking them questions to guide how you want to get them to the sale in a slower pace. So where most people would take 30 minutes to do a sale, you want to take an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Now what happens then is that customer values you more and you get to extract enough information that typically doubles or triples your sale because you have increased your value that they will put down more and you get to find out more of what they want so you can add other products that you can sell to them. So slow down your pace. Selling techniques number four, stop selling, start closing. So this is a typical phrase and in our training program, we tell you not only to stop selling because you, you are never, you never want to be a salesperson. A salesperson has like a connotation to the customer 
that makes them feel you're trying to take my money, which puts up a guard, right? The new way that has worked so much better financially as well as emotionally for our salespeople is that we tell them never be a salesperson, but always let the client close themselves. You now give the closing to the client. So not only are you not selling, but you're not even closing them. They are closing themselves. And the way in which you do that is that you ask them questions in the beginning that close the sale. So for instance, let's just say that you were selling, let's just say they say, you know, the whole sell me this pen. Let's just say you had a thousand dollar pen and this pen was very, um, let's just say it was made of steel, it was quality in terms of weight, and most people bought the pen because it showed prestige in their in their um, workplace, but it could also be an investment for others, what it was what it would what it would become down the line. And so you do not say, I have a pen, I want to buy, I want to sell you this pen. It's, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's stainless steel. Um, it shows that you have a lot of, um, prestige. And so people are going to want to be around you. You know, the whole thing, I'm going to sell you this pen. No, you never do that again. Why? Because that is telling the client that you could care less about them and all about you selling your pen for your objective. And that's a turn off. It makes you lose sales. It makes sales a numbers game. Instead, you stop selling and you say to the client, tell me about you and what, and everything that you love about pens. What's you know, what's like the best pen you've ever had? And and then they'll tell you, you know, I had this pen. um, And they'll tell you, I like a pen that does this. And then if your pen is an investment, then say, tell me about the best investment that you've made that you really love. You know, I made an investment because in, in wine, because in some, some form, Down the line, this is going to be a rare bottle. I paid a lot for it, but it was it's a really good investment, and that's important to me. And the reason why you're doing that is because they are telling you what makes them buy. So they are closing them themselves on why they would choose a pen, what features work for them that they're looking for, what they're looking for in an investment. You're not even doing all of the work. They're doing it. So now you're not selling them anything. So after you get gathered all of these this information about what's important to them, now the only thing that you talk about when you mention your pen is everything that was important to them. So if they said, 
I invested in a bottle of wine because down the line, it's going to increase in value. It's a good investment. Then you say this pen, which is $1,000, but it is going to increase in value. So it's a good investment because it's made of stainless steel. And if they said they like something about pens and your pen does that and it does this, this would be ideal for you. What do you think? Well, let me see. Because you have spoken their language. Now, you've basically closed them. They've basically done all the work for you. You, you let them do the talking. You let them close, close themselves. So you stop selling. You close in the beginning. And this has significantly increased our clients' revenue, our sales professionals. They love this technique. Stop selling. Stop closing, let the client close themselves, and you plug and play. So now at the beginning, you're closing your sale or you're letting the client do all of the closing. Number five, the most important skill that you need to have in sales. Now, here's why this is so important. Because sales is a skill. You, it does require training and it requires the proper training. There is a psychology of the product that you sell. There is a psychology of the customer that you sell to. But then there is your own psychology that comes into play whenever you do sales. And if you know your features and benefits about your product, if you know the psychology of your customer, but your own psychology about yourself is not where it needs to be, you will fail in sales. I cannot tell you how often I have had to train people to rethink about what they can and cannot do. And what we mean, or what I mean by that is, if you believe that you're going to get rejected, you're not going to be able, you don't understand the product, you, you don't know if you can do sales, what if there is a recession, and you're on commissions, and five people tell you no, and all of these negative thoughts they really affect your sales. So you're an athlete as a salesperson. You are an athlete, but you're a psychological athlete. And what I mean by that is that sales is about psychology. It's about the psychology of your customer, but it is also about your psychology and your ability to feel that you can do this sale. You can be a salesperson. If for any reason you are lacking, let's say, in sales training, you can get trained. If you're lacking in understanding your customer, you can be trained that. One of the things that no one can do for you is to rid yourself of the doubt, of the negative talk. So the most important skill, the most important aspect of being successful in sales is maintaining 
a high level of your own self-talk psychology. You need to be able to know that as long as you're trained properly, as long as you understand your customer, you are going to be successful in sales. And you need to believe that. You need to believe that because people will not buy from someone who is selling with an underlying fear of rejection, an underlying fear of anxiety. They do not buy. It is something about people. They sense where you are. They sense it. And they won't even know why they're not buying from you. So you must, you must at all costs train yourself to know that you can do this and that if you need something in the other areas, you simply have the ability to go get it, right? So if it's that you need sales training, you simply go get it. But you yourself have the ability to do that. You must believe in yourself. So how to master the art of sales. We have a training program and what we have found works best for sales professionals. It is really, really a good idea that you immediately, immediately correct any problem that you are having in sales. So, for instance, if you were never given any type of formal sales training and you've basically done on the job and your sales are inconsistent and anytime anything goes wrong, whether it be in the economy or whether it be a bad day with the customers that you've had or you yourself are having a bad day, then your sales fluctuate. They fluctuate even more so because you didn't come in with a strong foundation. Or let's just say that you have been in sales for a long time and you have all of a sudden hit this wall. Now, every sale has a sales cycle of up and ups and downs, but I'm talking about where it's been a consistent down and you can't get out of this slump. And what that does to your sales is because whatever is causing this, it's, it's snowballing. It's having a snowball effect on you. So your sales are even, it's harder for you to get out of that slump and get some momentum in the opposite direction. What it means is that you need to either be trained, you need to get training on from the beginning, the foundation of sales, and you need to do get that so that no matter what's going on, whether it be in the economy or your customer, you're consistently getting really good sales. Or if you're new to sales and you have never been trained, you need to get the foundation so that whenever anything hits, it doesn't affect your sales. Or if you're struggling to believe that you can even do sales, you simply don't know if you have what it takes and you need to be given the tools so that you can feel confident enough to be successful in sales. If, if you fall into any one of these categories, what works is that you take immediate action. And the reason why I say that is because every time you prolong, you lose money 
you lose time, you lose confidence. And if we go into a recession and you're at the bottom in terms of your sales numbers, you could lose your job. So we know the urgency that having poor performance causes. So what you can do is come to us and do a sales training to master the art of sales. So you want to go to www.salestraining.org and schedule a meeting with us and let us help you go from where you are to where you want to be. Again, that's www.salestraining.org. So it's going to be on this slide. You can go to our YouTube channel. The link is going to be there. Reach out to us and let us help you.